Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. Bournemouth come to town and leave without a goal, but so do Luton. A point, probably a good point as well, we'll take it, we'll discuss more of that game today. We're going to take a look at Dan Potts, how good has he been since returning to the team from injury? And we also answer your Instagram questions, your Twitter fleets, and as we're in tier four nowadays, uh, making the podcast extremely difficult to do, isn't it? And um, join on Zoom by Bataira and Steve. I've got Dave with me. Uh, how, how are you guys? You all right? Evening. You boys got very colourful backgrounds today. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> how are you doing? How did you find the weekend? You were meant to go, Bataira, weren't you? Oh, and Dave, you were meant to go. Same as, same as you, Dave, wasn't it? Yeah, I was really, really looking forward to it. And unfortunately, like the rest of the 2000, uh, was devastated, really. I'd like to have been there. It was, I, I quite enjoyed the game. It just... Just puts it back some more time, doesn't it? So, you know, New Year maybe, if we're lucky. If we're unlucky, next season. Oh, I thought yeah. Vitara was going to say was, something. Uh, there he is. Was, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, what's that? Um, so basically, with the game of the weekend, Bournemouth were on a bit of a roll, weren't they? And um, you all watched it? Yeah. You guys yeah. filmed me in. I didn't manage to see it. But uh, I've seen the highlights. It looked like it was a good, pretty good performance. And as always, let's start with the three-word reviews. Martin says, outstanding once again. Ronnie says, don't underestimate Luton. Richard says, really good signs. Uh, Mike says, holding our own. Bino says, up yours, Graham Jones. Uh, but he put the initials, so there's three words. Uh, James says, Colo and Hilts. Paul says, surely a pen. And Sam says, KDH, Pelly partnership. Was it a pen at the end? I know we're just literally jumping the whole game to say, was it a pen at the end? But... Seen mixed reviews. I think VAR would have given it. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think VAR might have given it. Yeah, absolutely. But we don't have VAR, so it wasn't a pen. At the time, we were shouting at the top of our voices for a penalty. Mm. Um, I wouldn't have been surprised if in any other in the Premier League that would have been given. That's what I feel. But then maybe maybe I'm just being a bit too um, partisan for Luton Town there. But you know, I think we I think we deserve something out of it. I think we deserved that little bit of luck, and we didn't get that. Well, Luton made three changes to the team from our last game. Uh, Craney, Berry and Hilton came in for Pearson, Cornick and the suspended Ray. Um, it's probably good just to give these three boys a rest, wasn't it, really? Do you reckon that's what it was? Just just switching that team up or was it a tactical thing? I, a lot of games in there. Yeah, both. Never know. But no, at the same time, I mean, it's, it's like a, it's a heavy congested uh, fixture list, isn't it? So you've got to keep the team fresh and whatever else. So no, I wouldn't be surprised if it was to keep it fresh overall. But but no, I mean, look, it worked either way, didn't it? We look good. Um, we changed it. Well, he's changed it around, should I say, a few times. And it's been working, apart from obviously a few games. But no, nah, keep going like that, mate. You can change the team every week as long as we're getting results. Danny Hilton came into the start on 11. What did you make of him at the weekend, everyone? He's, 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 he's had some stick on social media, isn't he, Danny? But He's only getting stick because he hasn't scored. Yeah, yeah, but he nearly I'm did at the weekend. Really yeah, right. I thought he worked his ass off. Actually, yeah. I thought I thought well, his work rate... half, last sort of half hour or whatever. He was, uh, I think he was done. I think maybe this level 
is uh, giving him a bit of a test for his fitness. But no, I thought he, I thought he had a very good game, especially for the first first half anyway. And he probably could have had a goal as well himself. But, you know, as we Begovic, not exactly a low-rate goalkeeper, is he? That uh, was a class save, wasn't it? Good shot, good move, good save. Um, Bournemouth dominating possession early on, as you probably expect with with a team, with their players, by the way. You've you got to look at Bournemouth's team and a lot of them are still Premier League quality. Like, a lot of them are very good players and could play in the highest level. Um, so, to, you know, to, Dominic Solanke, did you say? Yeah, 20 mil up top. Exactly, exactly. So it's it's one of them ones where budget-wise it's hard to compete with a team like Bournemouth. But I think when they started the game, though, we was looking at it thinking, come on, get the ball, Luton. And we... We just couldn't keep the ball or get the ball for any length of time. And I think I said at the time, you know, we're going to get our spell where we get hold of the ball and, and we'll, we'll get our own bit of possession and make our own chances. Um, and I think we turned out to be right. We, I think we discussed it, didn't we, Bataro, that at the time it was like, um, it was just like our time, 10 minutes in and, and then suddenly we got, hold of, we got a grip of it and we got back into it. That's how I felt. That's just straight away, yeah, Dave, you called out, didn't you? Yeah. So, but no, it was true. I mean, the first sort of five, six, seven minutes, we were under it, but... Under it without any pressure, that makes sense. Just chasing the ball around. But at the same time, it don't matter. We'll take that, like I say, every, well, every single time against a team like Bournemouth and to go and dominate for large periods of the game or larger. But yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, look, to, be fair, to be fair to Luton, Bournemouth had a lot of possession, but they didn't go anywhere with it. That's what I felt. They didn't really go anywhere with it. I mean, they had a couple I mean, of corners, a couple of early mornings. Well. Yeah, a couple of early corners. But apart from that, they didn't go anywhere with it. And, you know, so you can have the ball as long as they want, as long as they don't get in our goal. Yeah, a bit like Norwich, wouldn't it, really? Yeah, I think they set themselves up well. First uh, off, I can't remember them having a decent chance at goal, if I'm honest. No. Nah. I don't think I Shea had a lot to do, did he, game. in the whole game? Well, I think we said that as well. I don't A couple remember. of like catches. It's not like yeah, he had to no, pull off any worldies no, or anything. Absolutely not. No, no. Um, so we had a free kick from a tight angle. Uh, Jewsby Hall, another brilliant performance from him at the weekend as well. I think he got man of the match for the fourth time in five home games or something. It's just I'm he's real. just been mad, hasn't he? He's just been so good. And every every week, I think his value is just going up and up and up. And it's looking more likely that he'll probably just play for Leicester next season. Yeah, but that's why he's here, isn't it? To prove that he can do it. And if he can do it at this level, look at look at Justin. We know what happens there. You know, he goes back to Leicester, he gets a few more games, he gets better at it. He's been I mean, pretty... He's, 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 he'll look out of place as well in the Leicester team yeah. at the moment. Uh, but the performance he's showing is, is quality. Yeah, you have to be a bit quieter about that, though, because we don't want him to go back yet. <laughs> just no, think about him, isn't it? When he's on the ball, he just looks different class and just different levels above what we have had. Yeah. No. And the thing is, right, I said to you the other day, Dave, I don't know if you remember, but they've got, Leicester have got a guy called Chowdhury, didn't they, midfield? Like a sort of, mm-hmm. like a fringe kind of player now. I think he's in England under 21 international, was. But, I mean, he was, you know, he's a half-decent player. But for me, what I've seen of Jewsbury Hall, I think he could easily fit into that Leicester team, head of him, even if on, on the bench or on the fringe or whatever. But he's definitely got a place in that Leicester team in years to come, definitely. Yeah, but not this season. So that's good. I, th- I think uh, he, he just looks quality. When he gets the ball, you think, all oh, right, he's going to put a good pass off or he's going he's to make the right decision. And it doesn't always go well for him, but he just, you just know that he's, he's a bit of class. Yeah, absolutely class. Love him. How, what would you say is market value at the moment? Well, I don't, it's impossible to say, isn't it, really? I think you're, pay, you're paying for potential with a player like Dewsbury Hart, aren't you? So It's got to be about, what, at least, what, between five and ten, isn't it, surely? Yeah. Yeah. It's come from a top club as well. Yeah. 
But you never know. We could get 10 million somewhere. Anyway. Uh, Hilton had a good chance then of the... It, well, good chance for Luton. It was a good save from Begovic, weren't it? Really good save. And again, you look at Begovic and the career he's had. He's, he's still a top-class goalkeeper, isn't he? So yeah. you, you're looking at that and, and Hilton probably thought he was going to get his first goal. Really good chance, but really good save as well. Well, you expect him to you expect him to perform in that way. The Premier League, weren't they? They were Premier League last season. Remember that. Look how much we put to them. Hilton did what he could with that. Absolutely did what I mean, he could. To be honest, it wasn't exactly the best free ball where it was. I mean, it was to Berry, I think. It was a bit of a poor... Was it that one where it was a bit of a poor touch and then fell to Hilts and he sort of cut on his left and whipped it? Yeah. I, I mean... There was a four on three. What's that? Sorry, Steve? There was a four on three we had and then Berry took a dodgy touch in the middle. Yeah. yeah. I think it was the wrong ball originally to him though, wasn't it? But yeah, I mean, look, it was still a chance at the end of the day. But... I'll tell you something. Of the two goalkeepers, sorry, sorry, Luke, I didn't mean to go in front of you there, but of the two goalkeepers, he was the busiest all day long. Mm -hmm. All day long. And we had shots on target for once as well. We had more shots on target than Bournemouth, which is just quite nice because I know in recent podcasts we've said maybe is that like the lack of shots on target a problem going forward, but we did have, we had four to their two. Um, We did make Begovic, you know, have to pull out a save. And I think, realistically, everyone would have just taken a nil-nil, wouldn't they? Everyone would have taken oh, yeah. a draw before that game. Bournemouth will be up there at the end of the year, I think. 100%. I'm Up's still tipping in for automatics first, second, but yeah. Even Nathan Jones said about um, Bournemouth that he was like, no, nah, these will go up. And they look strong. Mm-hmm. So, to be fair, a draw. Mate, you can't can't be too disappointed about the draw. Uh, last week's loss to Millsborough, another story. You can be disappointed about that, but we won't go there. Uh, should we have had a penalty then in the end? Sam Nombe basically was played through, weren't he? And yeah. I don't know. That's just where you just feel like a striker with confidence would have gone on and just, I don't know. He was just caught up, weren't he? It wasn't meant to be. But correctly, at the same time, did he not get dragged back slightly as well as he's running? Yeah, I think so. Look, you know, it was a you, he went to shoot, wasn't it, as well? But it's a tough one. I mean, look, Nombay hasn't had a lot of football since he's come in. And like I say, a bit of confidence for him go or whatever. Maybe playing a bit more. You never know. It might have been a different outcome. But at the same time, he's probably the bloke that I'd want running through and goal there. Yeah. The I feel like Nombay got the shot. If that was a more experienced striker, as soon as the contact happened, would he have gone down, do you think? Instead of going through to get the shot? Um, I was about to say in the Premier League or you know an experienced striker he does they go over so easily these days because they know it's going to be looked at or it's going to be double looked at in the Premier League Um, in this league if you can catch one out do it go over it's the slightest of touches the slightest of touches he goes down if it's unnecessary contact though I think you should you should be that's fine to do that if he doesn't if it's like contact that is going to put him off and it's illegal contact I think it's fine go down yeah, well, win the free kick, win the pen. So you're you're asking, was it a pen? I think it could have been called as a pen. I think so. I think it was unlucky not to get given it. Yeah, I believe that as well. I'm the same. It would have been a mental end to the game, I, though. Slow motion or anything, but for me, it was it was a foul either way. Wherever it happened, it was a foul. And if it is a foul outside the area, is it a red card? Then potentially, I mean, I might have thought replay back, but I'm pretty sure he was the last man. If I remember rightly. Uh, I think he was. Yeah, I think he would have been denied a clear goal for an opportunity. So there you go, that's another thing, isn't it? A... But no, it's typical though, isn't it? We can't sit here moaning about what, what didn't happen. 100%. Let's just look at it. We got positive, we got positive to take from it. Top team, we got result. 
Wish we happy with that anyway. I don't think many Hatters fans were expecting to beat Bournemouth. No. I don't. I think we were expecting to get you know sort of blown over by them. To be fair, um, and we stood our ground. We played some great football. We played really well. There's lots and lots of positives to take from that game. Lots, and to come away with a point. And I think particularly, I would say half the game we were a better team. We yeah. had a chance to win, and we could have won the game. So you've got to take absolute. Um, yeah, I think got a better side. Yeah, you've got, you've got to take from that and go, right, move on from that. But that's a really good performance and a really solid point. Really solid point. Top of the league. Don't forget they were number top of the league. Yeah. James Shea has had three clean sheets in his last four games. Uh, he's been all right, hasn't he, since uh, Saluga's been out. He had that one bit of misconcentration against Norwich. But since then, he's been pretty solid. Hasn't had loads to do. Um, and Well, that's that point, isn't it? He hasn't had loads to do because the defence have tightened up. They played really well as well. So that, that always helps out. Always. And the fact we're saying he hasn't had loads to, to do and we've played against teams like Bournemouth, Preston, Coventry and Middlesbrough. I know we lost to Middlesbrough, but he didn't have loads to do in that game either, really. I think that's just showing that we are improving. Say that again. Sorry, mate. Norwich game as well, realistically. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't think there's much to do there. I mean, you made what? Made one, maybe possibly two saves. I know you made one pretty outstanding save, but I, I mean, that just proves. I mean, I know sometimes we go on about obviously shots on target and how many goals we score, how many chances we create, but if we're not conceding chances as well. I'd look at that and think at this level, you get, it's, we're getting something right, which it's, it's brilliant. I mean, all round, it's balanced. And it's perfect to see. It is yeah. perfect. A proper championship team now. Start, but yeah. What's that, sorry? A proper championship team now. Yeah, of course we are. And we're changing our back four quite a bit. Obviously, Craney coming back in at the weekend. Pearson, uh, Lockyer, Bradley all playing centre-back. Different formations. And we're always looking tight at the back now, which I think is quite, well, a very good sign for us going forward. Definitely. It is. And like Steve just said, the amount of times we have rotated back four or back fives or back threes or whatever it has been this season, it's actually quite surprising. They've all seemed to, you know, just fitted, like fit in really well. I remember last season and it was around this time where I think we went to Bristol City, wasn't it, on like the 29th of December and we had like, yeah. what, like James Briett left back, Luke Bolton, Luke Bolton at right back yeah. and it just didn't work. Whereas this year, everything just seems to, just everyone just seems to be going okay. I don't want to jinx it, but it seems to be going okay. Um, and is it, you know what? That Middlesbrough game, frustrating, but last three or four games, you can't really complain with how we've played and how we've how we've done, really, can you? No. no. Nowhere near. You can't. I mean, anyone that moans, then they need their head fucking testing, didn't they, really? So, <laughs> but, no, it's good, man. It's good science, really is. I mean, we, let's face it. I mean, I know it might sound a bit biased, but I genuinely believe that we're... Better than probably, you know, half the teams in that league. Which is good by, enough to stay. I just think we look good. I think the team cohesion, everything, mate, it's, it's on point. It's lovely to see. Producer Jake has put on our running order today saying, is Dewsbury Hall uh, Luton's best ever loan signing? It's a good question, isn't it? Can you name a better loan signing than Dewsbury Hall we've had in recent years? There's probably been loan signings that have really worked out well, haven't they? But like quality-wise, he's probably up there. That's, is, yeah. that, is that not one for the Twitter? Is that not one for a poll? Um, it's um, he's the best line signing we've had this season, for definite. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's not let's not get it twisted as well. Norton Davis, mate, he is unreal as well. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. I definitely that's true. Oh, but also another thing as well, you know, we were talking about the back four as well, right? It's second ago. Yeah. So you said it, Steve, obviously about the uh, back four shift and whatever. Well. 
I read a stat earlier. Do you know what? This is where my memory fucking lets me down sometimes. I'm fr- pretty sure it said eight of the 14 appearances this season for club and country. Lockie's had it, uh, been part of a clean sheet for his team. Do you know like what? We haven't even mentioned his performance from the weekend. I thought he was really Lockyer good. Locker was great. Yeah, really good. He's looked solid since coming in, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. You can see you can see why um it's Charlton, wasn't it, that uh, yeah. they were upset to losing him. You can yeah. see that. He, you know, he's class. Yeah, long may continue. Signed him, me and Pataro, like, that's a class signing, especially yeah. on a free transfer. That's madness. Well happy with that. I'm real player. Uh, well, let's talk about a player who has recently come back from a long injury. I think it was a silly injury. It went down as from Nathan Jones at the start of the year. Uh, Dan Potts, he's been in instead of uh, Norrington Davis a few times. Uh, deserves a rest, doesn't he? But what have you made of his return? Because he's, he's been all right, hasn't he? Look, he's looked okay. He's solid. He's, I don't really know what else to say. He's just been a solid player <laughs> with the back for us, isn't he? Yeah, all round, yeah. And I think you know with Dan Potts is that he's got that threat from corners, doesn't he? He's very good in the air. Some reason, he is. yeah, he's a bit of a leap on him, isn't he? Do you think he starts going forward at the moment, or or do you right. just keep rotating the left back? If that's what we're going to have to do with games coming did thick he, and fast, did he play? Did he play a left centre back position the other day, along with Bradley and Lockyer? See, I thought that. Yeah, he did, didn't he? And I tell you what, he slotted in quite nicely at sort of left centre back. So maybe we play a three at the back, maybe keep him there for a couple more games, see how he gets on. Yeah, give him a bit more fitness. And whatever else, game time. But no, I mean, why change it? If it's working at the moment, why change it? I don't know if you've got Pearson mm. on the bench or whatever. Well, he hasn't, done, he hasn't done too much wrong since he's been back in the team, has he? That's, that's the he's thing. He's been solid all round, yeah. He's yeah. done nothing wrong. He's done nothing majorly exciting. So, so we'll, we'll yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt, yeah. Yeah, so why would, why would you take him out of the team? I wouldn't. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't why do that. Why change something that ain't broken, eh? Yeah, if it's not broke. Mm-hmm. Um, so loads of people getting in touch about Dan Potts and how he started. So Ollie says he's been remoulded as a left-sided centre-back, which is pretty much what you just said, Bataro. And it's worked having uh, Norrington Davis outside of him, giving him an outlet and support when defending. He's also excellent in the air when defending and attacking. Literally, that's literally what we just said. I like it. Um, Callum says he's played well since coming in. I don't see no reason to drop him. Norrington Davis can replace him when his performances start to fade. And if Potts is starting left-back, Norrington Davis needs to be on the bench, not on the wing. We have better wingers. Would you agree with that? See, no, I disagree with that. I, did, I disagree. It's just opinion, but like I said, but I, I like Norrington Davis as a left-side midfielder because I think he gives you an energy. He's defensively, obviously, solid, being a left-wing-back. But going forward, mate, he's class. He's work rate. I think that gives us an extra edge sometimes. That's probably half of the reason we get clean sheets or... Do you know what I mean? We do so well. It's just work rate, everything about him. Norrington Davis, for me... Has to start wherever he wherever he starts. Left side of midfield, left back, or wherever you have to start him for me. Anyway, he gives us that defensive option as well. If he's left mid, he's we're pretty solid at left back then, isn't we? Like down the left side, I, I don't see us conceding from that side. Going forward, maybe he's a bit suspect from a left winger's point of view, but yeah, I'd, I'd have him left mid. I'd he's have him left mid. got a couple of assists from the left hand side, wasn't he? I think, or he's putting. A, I know he's got that one against Derby, which was a great cross. Sheffield Wednesday, he put the original ball in the box and then fell to Pelly. So, yeah, exactly. So he's, you know, he is showing that he can play on that left hand side of midfield and put a good cross in. Which at you know, you look at the other side with Cornick. Cornick ain't done that this season. <laughs> Oh, mate, Jesus. That's the he's truth, gonna... and that's just saying, like, if Callum's saying, like, um, he needs better? to be on who's, the bench yeah, and not the wing. Better? Who's better for Callum? That's what I'd like you, to know. You, you, look, you look at Norrington Davis and the balls he's put in the box for goals this season, and then you put in Cornick and what he's done from the right-hand side. 
So you probably say Norrin Davis has done more. Sorry, was that? I said you probably say that Norrington Davis has done more than Cornick. Yeah, yeah. From well, an attacking um, point of view. Yeah, yeah it depends. But um, what's going to say? Oh, do you know what? No, forget no, it. Forget it. Should we move on? <laughs> yeah. All right, John says, Potts is a solid defender, but Norrington Davis offers much more in attack. Potts, when we need to be defensive, is good. Uh, Norrington Davis, when we want to be attacking, uh, works well. So he also says that Norrington Davis and Potts in the same side doesn't really work, which I think, Steve, just goes against what you just said about it actually potentially being quite well, a solid left side. depends who you're playing. Like, if it's a game you want to dominate, it probably won't work. It's probably a bit defensive. But if it's a game... That uh, against a team that like to dominate possession, then it's probably probably quite a safe option, really. To be honest, I'm all I'm all for that. I'm up for Potts playing left side of centre back and Norton Davis on the left. I'm up for that. I'm well up for it. Faithful Hatter says, "Wish he would practice more of his right foot. For me, he can be an exciting player, but always gets caught out when it comes inside a right-footed pass or a cross is called for. He often then plays it backwards with his left, losing out on the progress we've made." Is that, could you really see that as a problem? A player being so one footed that he hasn't got a right foot? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I agree, I agree with that. Sometimes you, you go, if you just hook that in with your right foot, it's, it's in. You know, you, you're, you're, you're crossing it in with your right foot because you've cut inside and then you, you can't play it. So you, you, you're, not, you're not confident with that strike. So then you go. Is it uh, even a cross though? Is it, Well, not even anything. Just it's like just a pass, a basic just pass. pass. Yeah, Scott, you're just passing forward. With your right foot, sometimes if you're a left, I'm a right-footed player. Well, I was back in the day. <laughs> I love how he laughs at that. Yeah. Back play. in the yeah, all right, yeah. Right. How are you playing these days, then, mate? Eh? Mate, don't start me <laughs> out now. Don't start me off on it. If you, uh, as a right-footed player, I was, I could hit the ball with my left, but it was never that accurate. Really, it was okay. So it's the opposite with that. And then well, he says he goes backwards. Well, he goes backwards to keep possession. So you know that's not a bad thing. If it keeps possession, but we sometimes we lose the momentum, and that, I think that's what frustrates sometimes. You lose momentum in, in an attack, and and you know people will say keep the possession, keep the possession. That's great, but sometimes you just want to go for the bloody goal, you know, go forward. So I think that's uh, us older people saying, you know, let's push forward a bit more. I don't know how old Faithful Hatter is, by the way. Um, let's push forward and not not no not not go back. But he, the only reason he goes back is because he wants to keep possession. I think. Also, I am a big believer, and if you're a professional footballer, you have to learn your weaker foot as well. You just have to learn your weaker foot because you can't kick with both feet. And how the fuck are you earning a wage? Do you know what? I think everybody can kick with both feet. You're just more confident with the one than the other. I don't know. I've seen some people. Steve, can you kick with your right foot? Yeah, mate, it's my favourite foot. Favourite foot. <laughs> uh, this is a good one from Dara, who says he's been fantastic since coming back. Had question marks about his quality at, the, uh, at this level last season, but he's walked back into the team and really proven he can step up. Between him and Norrington Davis, I'd rather see Potts play as he is our player. Tara, you're, you're one for that. What do you reckon? Yeah, uh, see, I'd probably usually agree with that, but I think the quality difference massively shows through. And for me, Norton Davis is the better left-sided player. Or oh, it's the better player all around for me. But uh, why not use him when you've got him for a season? Because you might, well, you could put Potts in, he could fuck up this and that, but, well, you could play both, like we've been saying. But no, I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I usually say, yeah, but I'm sorry for me, Norton Davis has to start, so he's but, that good. But you've got something like that. You've got that quality for a season, you've got to use it. Yeah. It's like saying, would you take Dewsbury Hall out? You wouldn't, would you? No. And put in, I don't know, fucking Ryan Tunnicliffe. He's our player. Would you put in him? Nah, of course you wouldn't. But 
I don't know. Like I say, it's the same thing for me, but yeah, I would keep Norrin Davis there because just... I just think the guy is, without being rude or disrespectful to Potts, I like Potts, but I think he's a little step above, do you know what I mean? Do you not think Potts as well is a bit bit like Collo in a way, where we questioned his ability at League One, we questioned his ability in the Championship, and he's stepped up to that mark both times? Uh, and I... Yeah. Sorry, mate. It's the fucking lag in the thing. Sorry, yeah. I no, think fine, with Dan Potts, he, well, he did look dodgy at times last season um, under Graham Jones and the amount of crosses we conceded and stuff from left and right-hand side, you know, didn't fill you with confidence. But I think this season he has looked okay since coming back in and I'm yeah, happy for him to be in the team. He's looked better at Championship when he's played, I think, than he, than he did in League 2 and League 1. I'll be honest, I thought he was a bit suspect in League 2 and League 1. Especially yeah. when we first got him. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. Maybe he's just improving better players around him. Sometimes players need it, don't they? But uh, just, yeah. I don't know. We, you need to see more Potsy before we sort of... It's game time. Yeah, more yeah, game time. Yeah, game time. And he's, yeah, you know, time. We, can't, we can't just predict what he's going to do. And we need to see because I think... I'm sure a lot of Luton fans are still not sure what he can do or what his potential is or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. How old, how old is the boy now? He's pretty... Still, what, 26, 27? I don't know, but if we look at Pelly and how long he's been at the club, Dan Potts is on his way to being there for, for a very long time, amount of time as well. I think it's like six or seven seasons now, Potts, who's been with us, which is a, a great effort, isn't it? Is it the first season or second season back in the second season back in League Two, wasn't it? First season back, wasn't it? Second season? I don't know, mate. All I know, it's been like five or six years, maybe seven. Seven might be a push. But he's been here for a while. Is he legend yet? Is he a legend? <laughs> I know it's near Christmas, but you can't go giving out presents like that. True. Can't forgive him, but not giving bullshit, mate. <laughs> uh, let's get into some questions from Twitter and Instagram today. Uh, Scott says, Shay to keep his place in the team. What do you reckon? If Sluga's back, ready to play, does Shay have the, the spot for a while? Yeah. Yeah, What's, I'd say so. Do you, well, you say well, that? Can he do I, I to think, keep us free? I think it's one of them with Shay. If he makes an error, is he straight out? Or is it like, are we just happy for him to be in and tricking it? I've got this, I've got this funny feeling that uh, Nathan will change him over. That's what I think. I think he needs to leave Shay in there for a bit though. I think he might maybe rotate him slightly over the Christmas period, I don't know, but I just, I'd like to see Shea have a couple more games, to be honest. Okay, so, deserves it, doesn't what, it? What about, um, what about when it comes to FA Cup day and he puts Sluger in for the FA Cup game, he has a great game, then you don't take Sluger out, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, of course. So I'm, yeah. I'm calling that now, Sluger for the FA Cup game, you won't see. Uh, James says, why do people have a bad opinion about Hilton? Cause no idea, mate, no idea. I only saw love for him on Saturday. Yeah. To be fair, on social media. But um, all season, he's not been like loved by everyone, has he? If, if you look, like honestly, he has got a bit of stick from, from fans. And I think it's, it's just because he hasn't scored a goal yet. That's unfortunate, I think, because I think it's a bit harsh. There are it's some still... fans that are pretty, pretty. Um, what's the word? Like they go mental about lots of things about Luton Town at the moment. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. Hilton's not good enough. He's, he's League One. He's not Championship. No, 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 no. He plays for us. Back him for a bit. I think he's done really, really well. So, you know, those people that are having a go at him, give him a chance. 
think he's done all right. I mean, he did have a couple of dodgy games in the first sort of like four or five games he came in. He weren't amazing. But I mean, look, it's game time. We keep going back to the same fucking thing. It's game time experience at this level as well, which, come on, let's face it, he needs. He didn't play any. Did he? I think I think everybody's looking for a scapegoat sometimes and we don't we don't score the goal and it's him mm. if he's playing. Um you can't fault his performance at the weekend, you can't fault, you know, when he's been on the pitch in the past. So give him a chance. Give him a chance. Right, I, right. I saw, who who asked that question? Uh James. James, you know. He says why do people have a bad opinion about him? I don't know. I think they don't have, they have a bad opinion about him because they he hasn't seen him score a goal yet. You know, he works hard. He really holds the ball up well. He really gives a, you know, a bit of shit to the uh, defenders. Give him a chance. You also look at the two games he started this season, what, Brentford and Bournemouth. If you're expecting to get several chances. Love getting messages, by the way. Who's getting messages today? How are you two? Who is it? I'm not that popular. No, Sorry, is that you, mate. mate? What do you mean, not you? Whose phone's vibrating? <laughs> no, I can hear it on the. T- I can hear it on the sc- right, TV. I'm talking about. I can hear it on the computer, mate. I can't. Hear- look, my phone's here. No, so it's it's fine. Either way, um, so Hilton's Hilton started against Brentford and Bournemouth, two very good teams. Who realistically, you're not going to get loads and loads of chances, you know, against. So it is literally like one chance you're going to get in them games, and that Bournemouth one. He was just unlucky. Pulled yeah. up a great save, Begovic. So, so, so. You're, you're, you're judging him on Give him some playing time. ex-premiership team and Brentford, who, you know, we all know should have gone up last season. You know, apart from the poor performance at the end, um, they would have gone up. Oliver you know? says, what sort of striker do you think we should look at in January? One that can score loads of goals. Do you reckon we need to look at a striker <laughs> in January with what we got? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Do we need to look at anything in January? I've actually, I've, I think I said at the weekend, Bataro as well, I think this is one of the most exciting squads we've had for a while. I think it, yeah. it, it feels really good, you know, and, and moving on, I think we can do really well. Do you think we can make an addition, no. you say? No, I, don't, I can't think of a, a, a position which we're weakest in, if you get me. Like, we're, we're pretty strong all over the pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got numbers as well to come in and fill in the void as well. We need to have some injuries or whatever else, but yeah. But no, I mean, look, striker-wise... I don't, not at the moment. I think, I mean, we've got Nombe. I mean, he was brought in as a, an addition and we haven't already played him. So you bring another striker, what, do they sit on the bench as well and not really come in? I think when he gets a good, good, good run in the team, he'll, he'll, he'll perform well. You don't bring him to the, you don't bring him to the stadium and not play him. He's already in the squad. He's already playing. He's getting on a little bit at a time. Nombe could be our, it could be our, uh, our key to success maybe at some point. Yeah, in our time, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean I'm not meaning. I'm not meaning this season. I mean in the future. I mean he's one for development, isn't he? So who else do you get in? Do you go for? A, do you go for? If you had to bring a striker in, you drop down a division because that's all we can afford to bring him up. You know, it's not often that you you get the uh, Ivan Tony or whatever from a different league and bring him up and he and he performs really really well. So keep what we've got for now because then you, you're going to get the other people moaning that we. Gone down the league to pick a player, you know. Yeah, that sort of thing. yeah. But the thing is, I think that's the best way of doing it. Best way for business: go lower down the leagues and pick up a gem. I think. Yeah, but you've got I mean, to be, you've got to be really. And what I'm trying to say is, we've got we've got the league one a league. According to other people, we've got a league one striker that's playing in the championship with Hilton, right? So mm-hmm. you drop down the league, and they, how much time before they get on that guy's back if he's not scoring? You know, that's what I think. Yeah, I understand your point. Yeah, I do get yeah. that. Well. Last question for today uh, before we finish earlier than usual. Um, and I, I guess we could like kind of promote the Christmas podcast with this, which is coming out on Christmas Eve, by the way. So make sure you're listening. We've got George Moncur on it. Tom Craddock's going to be on it. 
And Leon Barnett nearly forgot, but it, yeah. It was good though, wasn't it? Really good podcast. Really good. Um, it was good fun to do. Really nice chat with everyone as well. So Jordan says, Yorkshire puddings on Christmas Day dinner, yes or no? <laughs> Yorkshire puddings? Yeah, would you have that at Christmas dinner? Yeah, of course. Steve? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I would. He wouldn't have that. Come on. Steve, kind of thing actually, Gregory, he wouldn't take, mate. Uh, hang on, hang on. I had that conversation with my daughter the other day and uh, we couldn't decide, so we didn't buy any. Oh, I think you've got to have it, in you? got to have it. Christ, Dave. What? We've got Just to have some? Come on. Is it a, is that, is that a traditional? It's got to be done, I think. Well, maybe in Yorkshire, but still, even even so, man, Yorkshire puddings are oh, beautiful. Oh, I see, there's a, there's <laughs> you whack a bit of gravy in it, use it as a cup, put a couple of little carrots in yeah, it. Yeah, mate. Oh, back. You make me want it now, Batara. Is that another oh, Twitter? So good. Can we not do another Twitter another poll, Twitter please? Poll, Come yeah. on, can we please? Go on. I would like to see the. I'd like to see what the answer <laughs> is. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. You can make my. You can make my. You can make my Christmas. Well, that's all we got time for today. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks so much for watching. It's a shorter one today, but a longer one on Christmas Eve. Make sure you're watching it. 7 p.m on our YouTube channel. Unfortunately, we haven't got an audio version. So if you're listening to this on your usual like podcast app, you're going to have to get over to YouTube and you can find a link on Owen the Town on Twitter. So make sure you're joining for us. Have a good one and we'll see you on Thursday. Take care, gents. Merry Christmas. See you later.